Welcome to episode 56 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to ten minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage informed and intelligent voter registration and consistent voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get the facts about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices And that means really looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of it is accurate and true, and some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and to to cast our votes. A politic pledges to give high-quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We will be equally critical of both parties and, at times, encouraging of both parties. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant days in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We will look at the lives of great American heroes as we tell the American story. We will also tell the story of heroes from countries around the world because our history was greatly influenced by heroes from every country around the world. That is one of the unusual things about America. We have taken some of the best and some of the worst ideas and incorporated them into our system. The challenge of our time is to get the bad ideas out and to keep the good ideas. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. This is the second of several episodes where we're going to join my friend Steve to discuss the issues of the future direction of the Republican Party. Many people believe that we need to have a two a strong two-party system in the United States. Steve will advocate for something else that has an expanded number of parties. My opinion is that we need to have a progressive party and a conservative party to compete for the direction that our country moves in. The progressive party is a party of change and the party of the future. The Conservative Party is a party of stability and little change because it's rooted in the past. Today, we contrast what Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham said several weekends ago about where the Republican Party will be headed over the next two years. Both very bad places. We will give our opinions and why you and all your friends must get registered 
and vote in every future election started this year in 2020, 2021 to turn this country around toward consistent, steady progress for all people. Again, the progressive principles which are at stake in this old situation are principles one and three. Increases civil liberties and personal freedom, balanced by civic and personal responsibility, and increases civic and political engagement within a culture of respectful civil discourse. As we said in most episodes, we cannot claim to be progressive when we're violating constitutional and progressive principles. Thus, we need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country should take, forward or backward. Thank you for joining us, and we're looking forward to our discussion. Thank you for joining us for episode 56 of A Politic. As you can see, the directions of our political parties help us to organize our thinking and make our decisions about the direction of our country. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the direction of our political parties and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistent, reliable, and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of clarifying our our identity and determining our course of moving forward. Your vote determines our future. And again, I'm talking to all you people who haven't been voting that 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then casting your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years if you vote. So good luck. Next, we will look forward to seeing you at episode 57 when we will finish our discussion of the future direction of the Republican Party. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. Welcome to episode 56 of a politic and i'm joined by my friend steve how are you doing today steve uh very well bill how about yourself i'm doing wonderful and uh today we're going to talk about the further developments and uh, the direction for the future of the republican party now we've been pretty critical of the republicans during the era of Trump. And actually, we're gonna be even more critical over the next few months as we go into the history 
of what's uh, happened in our country during the years of Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George Bush Sr. and Jr., and Donald Trump. So we want to encourage people who haven't voted in the past to be knowledgeable about how Republicans have been doing the work for the people who support them, which is the top 1%, and also people who have a tendency to look at things from a socially uh, conservative point of view. But really, it boils down to the money. They've uh, been taking care of their patrons very well. But now we're in a situation where the Republicans have a very serious question in front of them, and that, that is, do we stay with the traditional public profile of Republicans, which is to be the supporters of the wealthy and the industrial uh, corporations and, and the uh, business people, or do we go in a more Trumpian direction to support more of the, what we might call the um, social conservatives, the people who are interested in uh, the old way, the uh, so-called make America great again uh, group. And so this last week, on Fox News Sunday, Chris Wallace interviewed Lindsey Graham. And Lindsey Graham had a lot to say about the future of the Republican Party from his point of view. Whereas the day before, the Republicans decided to um, find Trump not sufficiently guilty to remove him from office and convict him of his impeachment. And we just want to be real clear that he was impeached. That is, grounds were found for Donald Trump to have incited an insurrection against the government and his attempts to subvert the election of 2020. But enough Republicans voted not guilty that he was technically seen as uh, not removed from office and not barred from future office. So, Steve, as you look at the uh, as you look at the situation from last week, Trump versus McConnell, and then there is a column that you mentioned from George Will. Where is your view of the situation as we speak today? Well, um, the uh, the Republican Party, in, in my opinion, uh, is at uh, kind of the proverbial fork in the road in terms of its political evolution. Uh, not unlike, and we talked about this in an earlier uh, podcast, um, the Whig Party uh, prior to the American Civil War uh, had a similar sort of schism that split the party in such a manner that uh, the party eventually disappeared. And we and, will uh, actually have people listen to that program. That is 
program number 54. So let's move on now. Let's move on sure. from that point. Sure. Well, I think that now uh, at the end, at, at the end, at this point in time, um, the the contemporary fork in the road for the Republican Party is where they want to uh, plant the flag of their their uh, vision of uh, America and its future, and um, I think Mr. Trump pretty much uh, is understood to want to take the country in one particular direction, and I think we're very familiar with the, what that direction is. Well, briefly and summarize that. Briefly summarize that in, in 25 words or less. Um, there are people that have looked at it and thought that what this react, Trumpism's reaction is to the fact that America is now in its evolution becoming a minority majority society and that is that trump's view that well uh he promulgates that he promulgates the idea that you know that's that in a way is what i exemplifies the make america great again moniker resonate is that we want, we're hearkening back, or they're hearkening back to an earlier time. And, and one of the questions about that um, political phraseology is, well, when in America's history was America great? Uh, before the Civil War, uh, you know, uh, before women had the right to vote, uh, before... Uh, 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 the segregation of uh, the post-Civil War Reconstruction period. I mean, you know... Well, it sounds to me like what you're trying to say is... It sounds to me like what you're trying to say is that during the era when we thought that white people were in control, that was when America was great. And now, when white people appear to be becoming less of a majority and even the minority, that that is scary to people, and that's what Trump is banking on. Do I have that right? It, it's, it basically comes down to the evolution of the demographics of, of America going forward. And uh, we, at the 20th century, uh, saw America as a society that, you know, give us your tired, your poor. And your huddled masses, and we 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 had a great era of immigration from around the world, which then, in a generation, really enhanced the the American society and brought people here that really made America, if I may use a phrase, greater than it had been. In and many historical. of those people came from Europe in the twentieth century. Yep. Now the 21st century, it's from a, a more around the world, and we're 20 years into the 21st century. And so I think that, again, my read is the 20th century, and I think you hit the nail on the head, was the American century. And that's when many people came from Europe, and they were mainly white people. And since then, it's been people from all around the world, and they're mostly not white people. Uh, uh, I think one of the historical footnotes is when um, America and the uh, 
post-Civil War 1870s and 80s were, were building the Transcontinental Railroad, they needed uh, labor. And we opened the country up to all kinds of immigration from Asia that brought well, workers Well, that's true, here. that's true. Yeah, and then as soon as, the, as soon as the railroad infrastructure was built, we said, you all go back. Yes. You know, we didn't see them as being, well, look, you know, uh, you've made this investment in this great piece of infrastructure, and in order to repay you for all of this, uh, you know, there's a path to, to you know, citizenship or, 